welcome back to Our Profit, the podcast. It's a podcast for Bravo fans. And Are you a Bravo fan? <laughs> <laughs> so you're here with Kendall and Chantelle, and we're doing our last episode for 2020. Oh my god, it's so crazy! It's and this really is the crazy. year that we started. Ah, like we've now done like what? This is our 24th. I think so. Episode. Yeah, maybe. We started halfway through this year, so that sounds about right. It's pretty crazy. Like it's been a whirlwind, and just so much fun. I know. And what great Bravo shows we've had on this year. It has been. Well, okay, a little bit underwhelmed with um, Rosie right now, Real Housewives of Rosie. Have you been watching? Yeah. I mean, uh, so you know what? Like, I haven't been watching Salt Lake City. What? I know. Like, I the have, past um, three episodes I've maybe missed because I just, like, I can't, like, I've been waiting for Potomac. Look, there's been a lot. There's been Christmas parties. Yeah. There's been um, more Christmas parties. We've, like, I've been watching um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake, but weirdly, I've kind of just, there's nothing too much happening. Like, Brooks, um, Marks, you know, like, um, Meredith Marks. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's really just funny. We're liking him. But I don't know. It's just, you just, you watch that and then you watch Potomac. Reunion, and you're like, holy shit. But it's like, this is what, like, Real Housewives of Potomac first season had to be like. You know, like, it's like the first season is always going to be like a bit of a, like a, uh, 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 except for first season of Beverly Hills Housewives. Yeah, that And and Pump Rules, I think. Those were the, I just think the thing is they haven't put women together enough with enough history in Salt Lake City. Like they had an opportunity to really come in and be like, we have already this drama happening, but they didn't. It's true. And I think that's why kind of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills worked because there was drama between Kim and Kyle because they were sisters. Yeah. And then there's some more. And that's kind of the same with, you know, Vanderpump. There was history. There was pre-established history. Whereas, yeah, you're so right. Like, you need to kind of build that up so um, Salt Lake, there's, there's like, people that are friends, but they're not that great friends, you can tell. Like, I said, we are ready. The fights get... that I saw, like, are a bit, like, just stupid. Like, oh, it's like, what are yeah. you guys talking about? Like, Yeah, like, is... someone got too drunk, someone said something, except for the whole, like, granddad fucker. That's well, pretty yeah. intense. <laughs> but that's also, like, true, you know. Yeah, it's it's all very, Karen, is this my first cousin? my second cousin mean girl style you know well because yeah so i've been when i have the option Mm -hmm. i've been watching potomac first and then so like uh and then oc like i'm surprisingly somewhat entertained by oc yeah same like i'm still i'm finding the um the covid stuff is a bit close to home like it's close to home because i think well we've just had another outbreak in sydney which is nothing compared to uh, yeah what the um, states is going through yeah what the states is going through but it's like it almost and this sounds really ignorant but like Sydney kind of forgot we're in a pandemic. We did. And then we're still in a pandemic and there's been another outbreak and it's tiny, tiny, tiny. Yeah, like maybe eight cases today and total 55, but it's like it still means lockdowns and restrictions and things and it is weird like watching OC and seeing like the housewives all going into lockdown Mm. and like watching – did you watch the episode where like Emily – um, was quarantining <gasps> was really, and Shane got really that sick. Was really like, that upsetting. was really stressful. That was really stressful. Hospital. And I couldn't imagine, like, I know that we're always like, oh, these fucking rich bitches in their McMansions, but it's like, imagine if your husband was like morbidly ill and actually, then you had three kids to take care of, like, and I, you were sick as well. Like, I know. I actually really liked Emily acknowledge that. She's like, we're finding it really hard and we're all like in these big homes yeah. with help um with like a husband she's like imagine people that don't have that luxury and it's like so true thank you i mean it was like it was hard to watch like shannon with their kids like and the kids like going to parties and like not socially distancing and then the kids kind of got covid and they were a bit like oh this is fun like we get the whole house to ourselves like i was like i really don't think that they really understand no but i also like that shannon didn't try and cover that up she was like because shannon did kind of like she runs them out a little bit yeah and the thing is shannon's always really over the top we've seen her in the past be really over the top with everything so i guess if i was her kid i'd be like you're being you yeah calm down and but I like that she didn't hide the fact that her kids fucked up and went to a party. Like, she, like other people would be like, let's not air that. But mm. she was like, nope, I got to do it. So I liked that. But um, and then like the Bronwyn sobriety thing has been like whoa emotional, and I just don't really understand like the ladies' relationship with Elizabeth. Like it seems like Elizabeth's just like 
Hi guys, it's me. I'm Elizabeth. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh my god, nobody knows her, nobody likes her, nobody thinks she's being I, authentic. Uh, and she's like, I want to come to my Big Bear Cottage. He's <laughs> really and you're like, oh, I actually, God bless you, my I sweet. Know, like, I don't like hating her. I hate her, but like, I feel in a way that I feel bad. Like, she's I like don't being enjoy bullied, it. Or she's like a she's like a little a little child. Or I don't know. Like, I feel she's like she's trying really hard. I want to protect people. her or something, but I also am like, I don't like. Yeah, she's like, her divorce was her thing and then COVID's made her realise that she doesn't need money, but it's like, "Mm, it's because you have it. (laughs) She just wears these, like, cute little tennis skirts and stuff and she's just like, hey, guys, how's it going? I don't know. I just, like, I just, I don't really get her, like, as a new character. I don't think think she's, like, I don't think she's coming in, like, as strong as Wendy did in Potomac as, like, a force to be reckoned with and no, like close friends with no. everyone. She, Wendy came in as like a gale force and, and Elizabeth's coming in as a light breeze. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a someone sneezing. Appropriate. A bit of air comes onto your face. Um, yeah. Well, like uh, in this, this, so the whole Bronwyn thing is kind of interesting because it just like, you know, they went through, they did like maybe five minute coverage of Black Lives Matters marches that we yeah, had yeah, in yeah. like May, June. And so we see Bronwyn be really vocal about it. And I did like that. Which is amazing. Which is amazing. And Bronwyn did say, you know, I'm 42 or 44 years old. I can't remember what she said. Um, And she's like, I have no idea about this. How embarrassing. I'm in my receipt bubble. So I like that she said that. But then it got revealed that. She hired a photographer. Like a paparazzi. like Or something. Like to come photograph her and her kids. And which like, to be fair, like I get it. Kelly like being like, if that's, if you're protesting, you don't do it for like the clout of it but i also think it's something that um requires like public attention so maybe it was her way of like just making sure people she's just trying to raise awareness about it i don't know like and i think that the conversation that her and kelly had about it like you could see how ignorant kelly is and kelly's all like oh i'm mexican like Oh, I know. I'm not racist, and it's like, girl, like you're still like you it's, still don't get it. Like she still doesn't get so much. No, she stuff. doesn't. You really realize how even there was Kelly talking to her daughter about. Oh, just quickly on Bronwyn, like I think it's all well and good if she continues the conversation. Like if she, yeah, if she just, keeps, yeah, she's if not she just keeps like, making it a priority, protest, yeah, yeah, then I think it's fine. But if if it is just like for now, then it's pretty fucking annoying. But um, I found it funny watching Kelly talk to her daughter. What's her um, Jolie, J- J- Jolie. Mm. That's right. Um, she's really cute, and like, I felt like Jolie was kind of telling her like, "Mom, it's kind of scary." And she's like, "No, it's just like a cold. It's like SARS." And she's like, "Ah, oh, no, Mom." Like, and she's like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I'm doing homework." I was just kind of annoyed. I was like, "Why is Jolie mentoring you?" And then also like, Kelly went to New York to be with Rick. And they quarantined. Like, I'm like, wouldn't you want to be with your kids? Well, she was saying she got stuck there, but I don't believe that. Like, if there was any risk of even getting slightly quarantined, if there was any slight risk of getting quarantined, um, I don't think it's like, as a mom, you'd just be like, no, no. Yeah. And then she's talked a lot of shit on social media about Jolly's dad. So I'm like, come on, like, you're not really like the picture. It was, it was hard watching that. But, um, but yeah, well, it's been entertaining. Like, I'm okay with it. I like how Bronwyn's being super honest about her relationship with Sean and stuff. Because obviously we know that now, like, they're in some Bronwyn's open relationship. Bronwyn's a hot mess and that is 100% great. Because, she's just very stressful. Because you you would be a hot mess getting sober. And, like, I like that she's not hiding it. So I'm very happy about that. I like that we saw um, a convo between Gina and Giselle about Black Lives Matter. Yes. That was cool. We and did. That was really cool. I yeah, forgot about that. That little crossover. I was like, whoa, you guys are friends. I like that. I like that. Gina like this season and I really I love, like Emily. Like Emily and Gina. And Emily. I just love them. Same. I don't know who else there is. Elizabeth. She's fine. Elizabeth. Kelly's crazy. And then kind Shannon's of kind of like, Shannon I think her I shine about. has lost a bit since she lost her, her other amigas. Yeah, she's not as... F- interesting she kind of just seems impactful she seems just like a bit stupid she just seems like drunk and whiny Mm. you know it's like do you want to do a little switcheroo to roni or i don't know i know she could fit well in roni yeah i can see that but i also can't um okay so over to we're gonna do a little recap quickly we're gonna because kenny and i haven't watched the second real housewives of potomac reunion not yet it is impending it is impending it's coming but we thought we'd just do a little 10 minute update on the first 
um, reunion episode and holy moly. Because it was crazy. And I totally forgot that we didn't do an episode last week. Like, because I was like, oh yeah, what did we say? Like when we recapped what? this part. And I was like, oh no, wait, fuck. I watched it by myself, which was really sad I and only depressing. Had my and everyone thoughts. was confused when I yelled at the TV. Um, <laughs> so everyone's in yellow. Why is that? Am I missing something? Am I being really dumb? I think they just like to do a theme. I like that. But I just like, I don't like any outfit particularly. Do you know what I mean? No, I really didn't like... Wendy kind of looked like Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, it was a bit too pageanty. Yes. I thought that um, Monique's was nice, like, flattering, but, like, too sparkly. To be fair, I didn't like any. Karen had, like, some weird side middle boob, boob poking out. We could see her bra. And I feel like... It's like when you watch yourself, you, she, I know Karen would hate. Looking yeah. back, she would have been like, why didn't I pull my, like, top over and I like, couldn't... God, the little plastic part in between my Actually, boobs. Actually, Giselle didn't look... Oh, no, she didn't look good either. She had a... I don't know. I they all like were very maybe bedazzled. Robin's was, like, the most me, sorry, which was, like, not bedazzled. But it no, also, but like, made just... me look so... Like, I felt so sweaty just looking at her because that fabric yeah, would like have just spandexy. been, like... But I think Robin just fucked it up with her hair because it was so ugly I that know, you just, like... leopard print yellow She thing. could have wore the coolest dress and I'd still be, like, not a good look today. I just think none of them took did the right, like, cut of dress. I tell you, look great. Who? Andy. Andy did look I love his, like, hair. He's, like, he's pudged out a little bit. He's pudged out. He's iso-bodied. He's iso-haired. He hasn't, like, kept it sharp. He's, like, kept it a little... Loosey-goosey, lemon-juicy. Yeah. He's a father now. He can't afford to just spend all this time chilling out. He's a cool dad, you know? I don't know how he raises his child, but then also, like, had COVID and then also, like, Mm. runs all the housewife franchises. I mean, really, it's not that hard. Do you want to take the job? Hell yes. Oh my god, can you imagine? <laughs> it's kind of like, okay, everyone's been talking about how amazing Taylor Swift is at releasing albums. Totally agree. I'm her biggest fan. But, like, that's her job. So she hasn't been working. So it's like, yeah. then, yeah, we deserve a freaking few albums. That's, you know who sorry, else is good at releasing defend. albums? Ariana Grande. <gasps> Love her. Did you watch her Netflix special? No, but she just got engaged. I know. To a real estate agent. But she's engaged. Him. She was engaged to Pete Davidson like a hot second Look, ago. It's going to give us another album regardless of whether they go for it or no, not. No, they probably won't. Look, I really, she does just drop them like it's hot and I appreciate that. Maybe I'll get engaged. Can you please? And then release <laughs> Oh my God, heartbreak album. Also like, God forbid it works. You know? God forbid, oh my God, what the fuck? This is <laughs> supposed to be my heartbreak album. Um, okay, guys. So getting into the nitty gritty um, of it. We had a bit of, um, we had a bit of like, talk about the wigs at the beginning there was like look at the evolution of the women which i really liked because i don't think yeah, it was many really nice reunions have done that or... they really have all changed like i think that they were right like karen and ashley have changed the most well you know what it is we haven't really been able to do it with the other franchises because there's been so many people that drop out whereas potomac yeah it's super standard everyone's been there from the beginning besides candias and monique yeah and, and wendy then, yeah but no one's lost? left except for sharice yeah and we, Cherie? we Cherise. Not, i personally don't count that as a loss and Katie. Remember Katie? Yeah, I'm fine with Katie kind of a bit cray cray. Like I'm crazy, I think. Yeah. Really. I'm happy with her just being a, like a random recce at weddings. Yeah, stuff. she came in the last season, remember? She was like in the end of the last season. Yes. That was weird. It was weird. But like, so we got we started out really good. We were talking about Wendy like becoming a member of the group and stuff, and like they made like some funnies about her degrees and Funny. We made some lols about Giselle's um, interior design. interior design and her like sense of fashion, but like not gonna beat about in the bush. Like the real like pinnacle of this episode was Monique and her binder. Yes. So like if we've got ten minutes, it's okay. Be, we're just gonna go around the binder. It's gotta be so, Monique and her bind bind. So I just quickly setting up the scene. There was dagger eyes between Candace, anything Monique did, Candace was like, uh, uh, yeah. uh, death stare. And she knew what she was doing. Candace is dramatic with her face and is it was just very sour pussy the entire time. Um, but Candace's eyelashes were also, like, way fucking too big for her face and I couldn't see her eyes ever. Her poor eyelids were, like, they were struggling. They yeah. were, like, and Like, trying to bench two, I don't know, any bench measurements kilos. but yeah two kilos <laughs> two and you can only do a zero kilos it was just it was hard it's like anyone in there you know but yeah so everyone was kind of like that was the real tension there was tension in the others but it kind of felt like a bit shady less like i hate you yeah and it was then, a lot like there was definitely tension and you could tell that monique 
was like waiting for the tea like to bring out this binder she's got it like color coordinated with little labels and tabs on karen mentions like to giselle you know where's jamal and she kind of had done that this season be like you throw so much shade at us about our relationships and you hide jamal and it's all like suddenly top secret um yeah like as then, andy said like yeah. the chicken has come to roost i love like that. it's time for giselle to like talk about what's going on with her relationship because she's always like oh ray and karen like don't have mm. sex or like oh blah 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 and exactly it's, like, it's not really even like there's any real obvious problems between karen and ray like she always feels like she needs to talk about it like yeah so i'm just like i think that it's fair that giselle's asked about her relationship with jamal and whether he does live in her phone and what's going on with the kids and stuff and it seems like, so then this is when the binder Karen is kind of like, oh, you know what? Like, are you with Jamal? Because I've heard word on the street is that you're not with Jamal. And actually <laughs> the, he saved your job this season by having a storyline of being with you on the show, which I don't know because her kids, why would her kids like play along with that? I don't think she'd ask her kids and risk like that relationship for the show. Like I don't think so. with I her don't, dad as well. I don't think that's real because I think people like Giselle and Robin's relationship. That's another storyline. Or just Giselle as a single mom. I don't think she would have done that. Yeah, and I just think, like, she wouldn't have put her kids through thinking they were back together or her dad through thinking they were back together. No. I think she she she, wanted to be back with it. Me too. And regardless of why that is, there are so many people I know that get with people that, like, you're like, that's not smart. It's like they still want to for whatever reason it is. Yeah, it just seemed like she, against her better judgment, like, just loves him and wants to be with him. And then the whole rumor thing is obviously that they're together for the show and then Karen is kind of like oh and we heard that he had another baby like while he was with you and she's always like what no like and also my dad exaggerated like he doesn't like have that many baby mamas Mm. as like my dad said and then Monique's obviously sitting in the corner and she's like I got the fucking receipts yeah she perked up like it was like she was in law and order legally blonde she was like one second and she was like well according to the i object it was amazing she it wasn't even in the beginning it's like she like saw the tab flicked it open it's like halfway through the binder yeah and you can pull out like a collection of tape like stapled things as well like it wasn't just like all in the binder thing you know when you're trying to like she's like getting things out of plastic sleeves and you're trying to like flip the pages in the binder but the binder thing keeps like jabbing (laughs) and then you're like oh she's like one moment please she's like oh my fucking binder she's like office works but um she you could tell like the whole air in the room changed and it was interesting because it was like the women, it wasn't anything shocking or new what she was saying, but it was more like the fact that she dare brought it up. So it was, yeah, she like was pretty, all the ladies just looked a bit like, ooh. Like shit. Not and like, I think whoa. it was Candace being like, oh, she's got the receipt. She's been waiting to bring this, but we didn't think she would kind of thing. Or she's doing it. She's been waiting to yeah. do this. And um, I think, so there's obviously, uh, Monique is really angry at Giselle. I don't know fully why. I think we're going to find out in the next I mean, I think episode. it has to do with these rumors that she thinks Jamel, Jamel, that she thinks Giselle spread <laughs> about her relationship with Chris. But we did actually have a small, beautiful conversation with Ashley about the reunion. Yes. And um, Monique bringing out the binder. So let me read out to you well, what... Well, what did she say in the binder first? She like She was said, like... She was kind of just like there was a... A pastor. Ho. She said another pastor. <laughs> I just love the quotes. You're like... You're like the, the pastor's like got his big D swinging around the congregation. Like all yeah. these things. You're like, whoa. If this was like, I want this on a bumper sticker right yeah. now. My pastor swinging his big D. Oh, and like your your um like what did like holy whore yeah another one the holy nice. whore is oh she's crazy. I mean it was aggressive so I mean I won't say the word aggressive didn't yeah. mean to oh, say that yeah word. yeah that was another topic it was not good to do it was a bad decision from Monique um so she um essentially was like oh I've got these receipts of this pastor that's got pictures of Jamal in like. He, like her and him in his bed and like how he's like she's like oh like if you're trying to make your relationship work in atlanta like i'll let you do that and he's like no this is just for the show like all these things and then you can see giselle's face is just like fuck 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 mm. fuck and then andy's just like or someone's like how do you know if this is true like or something and andy's and she's like oh you want to know the number like and they beep it out she says the number and then 
everyone's like so quiet and then Annie's like is that the number and like Robin looks that's when I feel like because Robin's my like lie detector because I know like yeah she's my best friend she doesn't judge Giselle like Robin's had shady past stuff I think she knows and I think Robin probably worries about it too but it's like yeah she's just a supportive friend at the end anyway so Robin looks at Giselle and Giselle like no that's that's his number and then and Candace, Candace is like, that's unfortunate. And it was such yeah. an unhelpful thing to say. <laughs> Candace does end up standing up for Giselle a bit, being like, why are we going to trust what a whore has to say? And like, stop bringing this up. Like, this is stupid. And okay. like, yes, what it, regardless of whether or not she should have brought it up, it, it felt real. So then this is what now Ashley, Ashley beautiful Ashley said. Because I said, does Ashley Darby deserve an apology from Candace? as a poll and Ashley said I don't know if I could possibly care any less about Candace's behavior so whatever that's her perspective on the Candace situation yeah fair enough then I was like oh it was so frustrating watching her swerve ever taking responsibility she didn't did she the reunions must be exhausting and she's like surprisingly they're not there are lots of conversations I think they're exhausting most for Andy who takes on a lot of the drama oh I know and I was like can't wait to see the next two apps me and my co-host are totally team Ashley which we are. Yeah. Um, so interesting to hear people that are team Candace. Were you surprised about the Jamal stuff? And she was like, oh, I love you guys too. <laughs> Shout out to us. Um, no. So she said, I love you guys too. No, I wasn't surprised because it had been in the blogs. Monique just came with receipts from the pastor lady. It was really heartbreaking just thinking about her daughters. I see all of this so differently as a parent. Aww, so like obviously the rest of the ladies were surprised, but they also like weren't super happy with... Monique's behavior. I feel like the, in Potomac, everyone's like pretty all guns blazing. It's really raw emotion, but there seems to be a certain line when even like, even though like they cross it as far as like, I felt like it was almost like that's why they had that physical fight because they weren't going to bring stuff up on TV. Yeah. They have like a bit of like this respect for family that you see that things then get buried a bit. Yeah. But I feel like, and I feel like she crossed a line with bringing this up but I don't know if it's okay I think it is personally because yeah so then I said yeah it seemed like it came out of nowhere was a bit sad to see Giselle so confronted and on camera she seemed lost for words which I she did I've never seen like I'm like, like I don't think that it seemed like a fair way to bring up these rumors or these like intimate text messages mm. um and then Ashley then said yeah I agree Giselle had heard of it too but Monique had more than what the blogs posted I think that was the surprising part Right. So it's like maybe they all knew that there was a rumor that Jamal and this pastor lady had had an affair or something. But the fact that Monique came forward with the receipts, everyone was like, whoa, what the fuck? Like you actually have. And I guess Giselle probably thought it was true, but didn't have any evidence. So she could be in denial. And now it's like, oh, okay. And that that, um, Ashley as well was like, I just felt so bad for her daughters. So obviously her daughters, like, didn't know. Well, yeah. And slash, I'm sure they didn't know the detail of it. No. But, um. So that's pretty much where we uh, left off the last episode. We're going to watch part two right now. And then we'll go into our full recap of that. And then, of course, we have a top five of five for you after that. And wouldn't mind discussing a bit of the Erica Jane stuff. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. So we'll do our little, like, news cap of that, too. So stay tuned, guys. Yes. Okay, you guys. <laughs> we just watched um, the explosive part two Real Housewives of Potomac reunion. It was... I don't know where to start. Wow. Like, I need a... <laughs> I feel like we're both, like, just went to silence. Like, it's so... Oh, it's really hard to watch. You, there's, like, so much emotion in this one. Yeah, and I think it's very polarizing, like, this season. It's been very, like, Team Monique, Team Candace, but I think there's also, like, a Team team No One. Yeah. You know? Because, like, I felt, like, more so than ever, like, this episode, I mean, I've always been, like, we've been quite vocally Team Monique and, like, mm. very against Candace, but, like... I'm not with Candace this episode, but I do feel like I'm struggling to be with Monique this episode as well. Like, there's obvious things that I wouldn't do as Monique Samuels, but then... There's, like, I feel like there's a lot happening. Like, this episode kind of started out with um, the whole thing about... um, So, at the beginning of the season, we had Giselle in her confessional talk about um, the rumour that 
um, about Monique and Monique getting with her fitness trainer, personal yeah. trainer. And then what we didn't know. Yeah. What we didn't know is that um, a lot of people, the rumor that um, Cherise was putting out there was questioning the paternity of like linking that affair to the paternity of Monique's little baby. Which and is that's... pretty crazy. Like that is way more outrageous than the trainer thing like I know the trainer thing is like pretty crazy but to have a rumor spread around about the matern like the paternity of your new baby boy girl I remember now we haven't seen her for so long or him um the new but I just mean I just I can now understand a bit more about where Monique's anger is coming from yeah from a friendship perspective because they do kind of like go back we're talking about Candace and Monique's like relationship and they go into like the whole history of everything and obviously the whole like the infamous I'll drag you pregnant and all conversation and then their makeup and it's like they were kind of in a position where um Monique like and Candace needed to build the trust again in their relationship so I get that when these rumors are circulating about the paternity of like her new baby and Charisse seems to be at the epicenter of it, that if it was you, like, I'd I'd be pissed at you too. Like, I'd be like, what the fuck? You're going to hang out with this person that thinks that my baby isn't... Yeah. Isn't my my husband's? Like, or at least, like, tell... Like, she wasn't even mad that she was invited to the party. She was just like, at least give me a heads up and be like, Yeah, and I think that's valid. Like, I also find it interesting because Andy was like, well, it wasn't on the show. So there must have been some gag order put in place. Like, um, the Samuels must have been like... We can't talk about it. Otherwise, it would have because apparently Monique was saying that Giselle actually did reveal on her confessional that it was what it was all about, which is the paternity. But she's like, and then bravo. Andy was like, well, we didn't air it. She's like, I know. But there was something in the last episode, I think, about a very hush-hush weird comment about, oh, you guys didn't let or you guys wouldn't let us talk about it or something. There was some sort of bravo related like, oh, you can't talk about it. Um, but it did, yeah, it was pretty crazy that it was originally supposed to, or it seemed like it was supposed to be in the show, but we all missed it, which is kind of like why people, I think, didn't understand their argument. Yeah, it felt really strange, but at the same time, it just wasn't it. Like, I think if all what is being, has been said on that tonight's episode is true, I feel like I'm no wonder it it doesn't justify anything Monique's done. I'm not saying no, that. No, like but physical like, violence should I, never be the answer. I but get it's like more why the betrayal. She, yeah, I get more why she, as in Candace, got onto Monique's skin. And then, <clears throat> so the conversation continues around these rumors. The binder is not brought out in this particular episode. But I am wondering what the other tabs are. I know. For. I really wish I could get a copy of it. I'd <laughs> love to just have like a solid sit down read through of the whole entire thing. That's um, but we then kind of start talking about the fight and like their relationship leading up to the fight. So obviously they had a friendship, this whole train of things happening, the racing is happening, which I kind of forgot was like the catalyst for the argument. Cause to be honest, like when we were at that wine thing, I was like more interested in Ashley talking about how her and Durham Darby have like a fucking... I know open how relationship. It, how did it turn from like weird Ashley? So also we got a bit of oh, Ashley. Ashley. Okay. okay. Let's go Ashley first. Let's back it up. Before we talk about the fight, so there obviously was issues with Fidelity and Michael Darby as per usual this season. And they kind of did like a flashback about it and let's talk about it with Ashley. And Andy like is nice enough. Or he I think he words it quite well. Like he's like, hey, like I'm rooting for you. You've, We're all rooting for you. How dare you? You know? And he's like, you've been here season after season, literally defending your marriage. And she's like, I don't see it as defending. She's like, what did she say? She just was like, that's my job. Like, this is my marriage. Like, I'm just I'm talking talk about, about it. it. But I love <laughs> Ashley. But you have to question what is going on. They replay. So they, all last season, we had the huge, um, sexual assault case of a cameraman talking about Michael Darby grabbing his ass and everyone was like, did he, did he not? And then eventually he got, you know, acquitted of everything. But then um, we had footage surface of him at, in like one of the other seasons um, that just came up this season 
it came to light this season, sorry. Yeah, where he actually did touch a butt. Of a, of a, I think, a lighting producer. guy or a producer or something like that. And it just didn't look good because, you know, as Andy said, it kind of damned him. Like, and everyone was like, yeah, we know that happened, blah, blah, blah. And Ashley's just defending him again. And it's hard because you're just like, it just doesn't look good. Well, it's like he obviously did touch the cameraman's butt. Like, there was footage of the guy being like, oh, hey, like, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that, man. And then, like, when Ashley was like, oh, I talked to the producer, and he's, like, totally fine with it. And everyone was like, we, are, like, talked to him, and he was super uncomfortable and, like, didn't know what to say. And didn't want to lose his job, which is interesting. That's the whole, like, it's weird because it's, like, you're talking about it on, like, you know, on TV where it's, like, it's a behind-the-scenes thing of Bravo. It's just, it's really weird because that doesn't usually happen. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was very odd. But I think like Ashley's like become, there's definitely more to their relationship than we see because it seems like the more and more like things are just brought to light and things look ridiculous, the more and more she says things that you're kind of like, oh, okay, that kind of makes a little bit more sense. Like she was, you know, she revealed about their having sex with other people in the relationship. So like that kind of explains why she like isn't so surprised and she said tonight she revealed that she'd been unfaithful before, which was, like, a little bit different to, you know, an open relationship. It kind of suggested that she'd lied to him before. So, it, yeah, it seems like maybe, like, when, when they had the separation. That. I don't know. Like, when they had that separation, which was on one of the seasons. Remember, like, they did have, like, time apart and stuff. Yeah, and Ashley like moved into season? a hotel or something and like she could have had like a relationship with someone else like which is what she said that's different when it's separated six months a new mom and you had postpartum depression and you know what I mean like that and you go with home with a prostitute I don't know I'm just like I think it really there's more than meets the eye with their relationship I know and I don't don't know why I don't know know what it is I think maybe they do have an agreement about having kids together or she wants babies and they, I don't know, and he was infatuated with her and now they love each other in a weird way. I don't know, like, it's just... The thing with tonight's episode I found really annoying is that all these women, who I feel like are pretty strong, like Giselle, just, like, put themselves down to be like... Like, Giselle tonight was like, you know, or last week was like, Jamal, it's not him, it's me, I'm the bad communicator, I'm working on it. It's like, no, no, he's kind of a dick. And Ashley tonight was like... You know, like I was, I was the unfaithful one. It's like, guys, come on, like expect better. Yeah, I don't know. What did you think? I just fucking hate Michael. I really wish that she would divorce him, but I'm semi hoping that once she has a second baby, that she's gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like there's I'm like, maybe she will. Like, just like, there's a lot of talk of the pre-post, um, what is it, nuptial agreement. And which I thought they did have a prenup. Like I that conversation confused me. Like I know they had like a time limit on like when she would have access to the prenup. I just as to like, oh, are you married for five years or ten years or whatever, and then you get the prenup. And they extended it as like an act of like, I'm not doing this to have your money. But then it she was like, No, then I decided I wanted a postnup. And now that I'm thinking about it and I've got two kids and I maybe I should have a postnup. What is a postnup? I guess it's, like, just, like, when you're in a relationship and then you're, like, fuck, I wish I did a prenup, then you do a post-nup. Where you're just, yeah, like, we're married and, like, Oh, yeah, post It literally start. means what it means. Maybe post- when you get married. Yeah, it's, like, maybe when okay. you get married, you just don't have any assets. And then you're when you do get married, you're, like, oh, shit. It's just, like, it really dampens the mood of a relationship when it's, like, so much talk about, like, these agreements. And it's, like, it, there's nothing you're agreeing on. It's, like, extending them... It's like, why are you extending this agreement? I don't know. It's just too weird. Their like, relationship is just like totally strange. unconventional and fucked up. But I guess like so, so is everyone else's relationship. Totally. The thing I like is that Ashley's talking about it, even though I'm like, care? Question mark. Yeah. She's so, she's still talking about it. And she says it's her job, which is kind of like aim, shoot, and fire. And they have all these up. crazy conversations on camera. Like we did have that one with Michael where he's like, come on, like, can we please stop rolling? Like, this is exhausting. Like, this is my marriage. And like. We're talking about all these crazy things on camera. So, like, I do Question. appreciate that they put Do that you out there. think Michael Darby thinks he comes across well on this show? Um, no. Like, I think he, he must think he be looks okay. dumb enough to think that. Yeah. Like, who in their right mind would be like, I look amazing on this show? But then show. why does he do it? I think he's got an ego and he doesn't mind being, like, the villain. 
Okay, got it. And he thinks he's probably like a cool guy. Like, gets just a think, hot oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe he likes mind. the fact that we she gets that. a paycheck, which I don't know what her paycheck would be, but maybe he likes that. And he would get a paycheck too if he For appears sure. on the show. So I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going on behind I would the pay scenes. $30 to find out what everyone wins. $7. Definitely. To like, know what they're uh, getting paid. But Ashley and Michael would have to be up there. I would think Giselle, Robin, Karen would all be up there. I tell you what's kind of telling of what they get paid the seats in the reunion. That's true. Monique probably got paid the less because she wasn't in a lot of the episodes. Yeah, she would have. It and might she, be a per episode. Okay, so I, this um this episode when they were talking about like they kind of mentioned pay, and she was like, "Ugh, this pay, this tiny paycheck's nothing what Chris gets." And I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, she was like, this is like a fucking smidgen compared to what so my little. husband." And got. then Andy was like, "You mean what he used to get? He's retired." She's like, "You should those see fucking investment portfolios are fucking returning." And she's like, "Let me get another binder out." And we can have a look. This is Chris Samuel's investments. Oh, my God. Apple. It, was, it didn't come across well. It was a bit Canva. too defensive. Afterpay. <laughs> Bitcoin. Bitcoin. And I, I'm like, think of something, Shanta. Um, the original series. <laughs> not, that would be our investment. I don't think I it's going to do well the once the Kardashians come down. Yeah, no, it won't. Thank God. We've got Bravo. Um, but they might pick up Van de Bumps. E. Oh, our great show that we pitched mm. just to you guys. Maybe you, um, we should start a show with them. I mean, I'm sure they love us that much and would do it. Just relocate to Oz. Race no, we family. should relocate to Los yes, Angeles. Way I think logistically it would make more <laughs> sense. True storyline. Yeah, <laughs> and then we could be like, my God, let's all have. You know, we'll just fucking follow you guys through motherhood and, like, you guys can, like, get like, drunk after you've had the babies. Yes, we'll do daycats. Oh, my God, children. So we go on this episode. <clears throat> the next big drama is all talks about the fight. So because Andy randomly is like, okay, we've got to move on. We're like, why do we just want to get to the bottom of this? Like, who's – Oh, I know. He's like, oop. Slight wine spillage just it's occurred, but that's okay. It's not too much. Okay. The whole There's still, like, a half glass there. No, but I mean, I'm worried about your couch. No, it's like a $70 couch. No couch is $70. I promise I got it in a sample sale. Okay, we'll wash it in a second. I mean, maybe there's some... Just yeah, grab that talking. tea towel. You okay, I'm talking. still talking. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. She got excited with her gesturing. <laughs> um. So, yes, yeah, so we finally get into the talk of the fight scene. And, like, they start playing it. I'm like, honestly, I totally forgot about, like, what caused this argument like i'm like i don't remember like the conversation no and it kind of is weird because as we talked about just then it started with the ashley thing and then ashley goes to the bathroom and then bam yeah it seemed like it all happened so suddenly like maybe giselle was like how are you guys going and then candace was like super sarcastic about it like oh yeah we're fine and then you do see like and i don't know whose side the producers are on because it's very confusing to me because andy seems like he's team candace but then the footage that they keep playing seems like they want you to be team monique and then andy kind of does a flip i feel and later he's like so we get candace has a big emotional reaction to it which is totally fine to be fair as much as she freaking annoys me because she cries at the time this one seemed a little bit more genuine than the others i mean i did like watching it again and like seeing her like be there and everyone be there like it was a pretty violent fight like i would the girl said like giselle and robin were saying her head was banged on the table and i was like it kind of wasn't was. banged but it was definitely pulled down on the table had she not restrained herself she probably would have been banged and i just think like so so monique's like oh no like what because andy's kind of like so monique what's what's your reaction like how what do you think happened and she's like well you know she she kind of like put her hand in under my chin and did like a little movement and then they do replay it because everyone's like what no she didn't put her hand in front of first and then they show that she did they do show that she did but it wasn't like super close it was kind of like it again it's it's nothing that was like fight worthy it was just something that for someone who already hates you yeah, she's That triggered. would provoke them. And it's true. But it's like, is it fight worthy? No, she shouldn't have fought. Yeah, and she was clearly at a point of like, no return, Monique. Like, she was just like, she's okay, cool. Red. Like, she's I'm going to fucking go ham on this chick. So then obviously the fight ensues and um, the whole conversation is just about 
like how does everyone feel about it um Monique still feels like she was provoked quite a bit and she's Monique's more coming from a place of like understanding why she felt the way that she did and like what like how did she allow herself to get to that point I think she uses the word trigger yeah so she's she's like what happened and then Candace is just crying the whole time and, and everyone's like oh you fucking did this to her and you like none of that happened and I think Candace is mostly angry about the like the narrative that's told about the fight like how a lot of people believe that there was a glass thrown first which is what Monique has talked about apparently because this fight happened like a year ago yes yeah, more than a year ago. ago so it's a while to well i think it was a year since they filmed between when it happened and they filmed the reunion the yeah. reunion's about maybe like three months old so it was a while ago yeah so they're trying to like reconcile the events and like we do have footage of it but to be honest like it's still hard to it's tell it's still hard and like we're never going to know just that energy what was there i feel like like no one's I mean, Monique is more at fault from a physicality perspective. Yeah. I just think that Candace isn't not at fault. Like, I think that she just is being a bit more victimized than she needs to be. Same. I think it was bad on both their fault, like both their parts. And I think it would be better for everyone and for their message that they're both putting out there to just be like, we both messed up. But Whereas I, they're both still so defiantly like, so defiant. you were wrong. And I like, was wrong. It kind of, like, as much as I love Monique, it kind of doesn't matter if you were triggered by something that, like, phys- like she was in the wrong more so physically, I think. Yeah, I agree. So yeah. she should cop up to that. But again, there's just so many emotions and, like, I just... Oh. And it doesn't help when I just hate Candace. I know, even though I know, like, Candace. Yeah, like, she And she just... cries all the time. But Andy was kind of, like, calling Monique out. Like, he was, like... There was no glass that was flung at you, like... Well, the only thing I hate about Andy is, like, you're not upset. Look at her walk off. Like, we don't see you upset. And I just think that's shit. Like, and she was like, this is just how I deal with things. Totally. And we don't know if she's crying at home or not. Like, it's... it's. I just don't think that really helped anyone. I think she did cry for a long time. I think that she, she did. We just... didn't... As she said, she's like, you guys didn't show any of that. And they didn't. They really didn't show... I feel like Bravo definitely took Candace's side in this. I don't know, it would just be hard. Like, if I fought someone, I'd probably come and be like, if I didn't honestly think it was all my fault, I'd come with, like, a very, like, hardcore face. Like, I'd probably come in being like, you know what, guys? Like, it is what it is. Like, I feel poorly about the way that I reacted, but I also feel like all X, Y, and Z happened. And that, like, because then you'd watch it and you'd make sure that you have at least some backing when you go to the reunion. So, like, she came prepared. Like, I get it. Like, she doesn't seem, like, upset, but... For her, she's just trying to, like, understand and make logic of mm. the circumstance. So, I don't know. Like, I just feel like, wow, it was really just... I tell you what, I think this, it's kind of like... Uh, this happened in um, the first few seasons of Beverly Hills, and now it's happening here with Potomac. I think it's, like, when um, the husbands are involved a bit more in their lives. Mm. Mm. That's when things get more real. Yeah. Because there's, like, rumours circulating. It was kind of with the, like, what was it, Adrian Maloof and her husband, Paul Nassif. Oh, and, and the surrogacy. And the stuff. surrogacy. And then you kind of had um, Lisa Vanderpump and Kyle, Kyle uh, accusing Kyle's husband, what's his name, Mauricio. Of an affair. Of an affair. Like, that's when things get more real and nasty. And I think that's what's happened here because it's about children, paternity, et cetera. Cheating. Yeah, it's pretty intense. And I think that... Maybe Candace is playing a bit dumb of the whole Charisse thing. Like, I still don't really understand that. Like, maybe she is, maybe she isn't. Like, I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever really know, like, who's properly to blame. I think it was hard watching as well because I just – you know when you notice something and then you can't – I think, like, early, like, a few seasons ago, I just noticed Candace is so desperate for Giselle's attention Mm, and love. It's like now she's, like, finally milking the fact that everyone's on her side. And I hate watching that. It's like, don't do that. Like – they're on your side because they. I think they both believe that she's in the right more so than Monique. I don't think it's because they like her more than – because at the beginning of the season, like, Giselle and Monique were getting on really well. Yeah, totally. And Wendy doesn't know Monique. Like, the only reason Wendy's on Candace's team is because she came in as a friend of Candace. Yeah, and also just can't stand for any violence. So it's like green-eyed bandits – and Wendy. And I think I And then think Karen and Karen. Ashley are actually kind oh. of like mm. I think Karen and Ashley are us. Yeah, because we're, we're we just see like, they're we like, uh, you know well, probably we're more Karen. I think Ashley there's a bit of her that's just like doesn't like Candace. 
Oh, and, yeah. From all the shit that happened. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was just, it was really, really fucking amazing to watch them talk about it. And we then see Candace kind of storm off and she's off in her dressing room and Andy's kind of berating Monique about her emotional response to the issue. But then it's like, to be continued at our 90 minute reunion next and we week. Were like, I looked at you, we're like, 90 minutes. I was like, minutes. 90 minutes of solid fun. That's like a reunion and a half. Well, the boys are brought in, the hubby. Hubbies are coming Big in. Big boy, is that what she's called? Big Chris? boy, Chris. So um, little Chris is coming. <laughs> Miniature Chris. That's the whole Ray thing. is there. Poor Ray. I don't know why he's there. If I was Ray, I'd be like, fuck it. You guys are talking about my him. dick. But see, that's supportive. Like, come on. Come and on, I think Kaza. we're just missing, we're missing one, which is a shame. Because <sighs> there one is a thing two. of Robin <laughs> being like, <laughs> there's a thing of Robin being like, if Juan Dixon were here, bleh. Um, and we're also missing Michael Darby, obviously. And Pastor. Oh, Pastor Jamal Bryant. He does not speak like that. He was swinging his big D all over the congregation. Right. <laughs> okay, guys, we're going to come back in a second with top five of five, which is worst dress brother lebs of all time. And yeah. also, we're going to talk a bit of gossip about Erica. Great. The pretty mess, which is getting messy. Okay, guys, we are back in the heat of summer. We've turned off the fan for acoustic reasons. It's really hot, you guys. We're doing this for you for sound quality. It's like almost 10 p.m. and it's 24 degrees outside, which I don't know what that is in the U.S. Fahrenheit. Of I, the think, world. I think it's way hotter inside than the outside. Okay, maybe it's like, I would say it feels like 30 degrees inside. I would definitely say. 30 degrees. No, Celsius. I want 30 degrees C to F. So that's like 86 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. That's, that's I like, don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Take <laughs> that in. Know. Take that fucking in. Take it in. Okay, guys. So it's our t- we're doing our top five of five this week, which is last week we did, or last time we potted, we did the best dressed, I think. And now we're doing the least best dressed. So it's the also worst. like style. So like the way that their accessories are, like their hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, makeup. Yeah. Like that vibe is how I kind of did mine. And it's Bravo Leb. So inclusive of. <gasps> The VPR Summer House People of the World. That just made me remember um a blue deck. Oh blue deck. When you said accessories, because I thought of Bugsy. Oh my god, Bugsy! Bugsy. Shut up! Oh, that would have been I good. Forgot. One. Damn it. Oh, Alright, well. Okay, do you want to go first with your number five? Mm-hmm. Mine are somewhat random. Mine are random, and I know I'm gonna forget people and like watch a show next week and be like, for fuck's sake. Yeah, so everyone don't get mad. Number five is Sheena. Oh, Sheena. Sheena. Good one. Like, I'm sorry, but there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of, like, cheap boots, booty shorts. Like, I love her confidence. Corsets, super long hair extension, ponytails. Teeny bopper. Like, what I would wear at 13, she wears at, like, 31. True. Which is fine, but it's just, I don't like it. (laughs) I agree with this. Okay. I mean, her body is banging, so like oh, wear yeah. whatever you not, want. Like, but just it's not like, even not that. It's just like styling. you. I just would love like if I had what she had going for. I'd just She's be like a, like bigger the hoop, bigger the hoe vibe. Yeah, which is a vibe. I get it. It's, it's just not my vibe. Okay, my number five is um, Caroline Manzo. Who's that again? From Real Housewives of New Jersey back in oh the day. Oh, my God, of course. Yeah, that is actually Like, I obviously love her. Like, she's great. I just think in the back in the day with her hair styled in, like, the little spiky, like, red You can't see my face, thing. but it's not pretty. Like, yet. it just was not good. And then she's got really big boobs, which I just think she didn't dress very well. And, like, she's a gorgeous lady, not saying anything about how pretty no. she is. But I just think she dressed Could've... for fucking shit for her body and her hairstyling was out of control. Oh my god, it's so true. Yeah, love her. But she's my number five. Okay, I get that. Yeah, for sure. I'm just having a moment to think about the hair, but yeah, it's not good. <laughs> um, okay, so um, I'm going to go for number four as a newbie, Elizabeth. Oh, she's she, pretty bad. Well, she? she just has like all these hats. Yeah, she loves hats. And they're with a, like, then, like a saying on it, and I'm not, I don't get it. And then there's lots of like tennis squats. And like an open collared shirt it's very ralph lauren um circa 1995 and like tacky mm, i don't i just and then also and like, like huge. yeah von dutch era i don't know i just yeah it's it's I a lot there's a lot okay my number four is lynn Curtin. oh my god from real house yes, yes, yes she just yes. dressed 
so disgusting so all bad. the time. She obviously had her like jewelry line, which was gross. It wasn't good. Um, I get it was a bit of a different era. Yeah, the, we'll give her I that. Get it. Like it, but I think, but I think if we went, time, if we went into her house right now, we're like, how are you doing? She'd look really bad too. Yeah, agree. That is Kendall agreeing. That was Sorry, a yes. I just did a really good <laughs> <job>. <laughs> Um, so number three. Number three, I'm gonna actually ditch. Can I do like an impromptu switch? Yeah, do it. Because you don't know know. what's happening in my head. Um, Okay, so I'm going to say number three. Yep, got it. Number three is Margaret Josephs from Jersey. I don't know her. Like I haven't watched those seasons with her. She wears pigtails. Her trademark is pigtails. And like I quite Mm. like her. As like an older lady, pigtails is really like the vibe. There's a really um, obvious cutoff age for pigtails and it's about – 55 years ago for her. Mm. Do you think I could wear pigtails? I don't even. I'm yeah, sorry. Like, not. you're gorgeous, but I still, I don't, I, no one can. And, like, you can get away with a, two plaits, but there's something about the pigtails. And, like, a fringe, right? Like, she's got a yeah, fringe. Yeah, she's got a fringe. And then, like, a very, yeah, like, everything else is just very, like, grown up on her. Yeah. It's hard. And okay. It, and she's made a trademark for herself, but I'm just not buying it. I buy that. Okay. Thank you. Okay, great. Whew. My um number three is actually Adrian Maloof. Oh my god, I forgot about the Maloof hoof. <laughs> the Maloof hoof, like her shoes were just gross. I think I forgot about her. And then she also like her. her hair was just like a bit aggressively dyed all the time. Everything was just rich, rich money, money. Super diamante esque, and like obviously part of it was the time, but I think also like just the shrugs, nah. and, like, the way that she dressed her body, like she was very short. And I think you could got a bit out of her, like, how she, like, decored her house was, like, whoa, so ugly. Like, I'd rather live in my house and I'm very not well off. Yeah, I just think that her style overall needed um, assistance. Mm. So she's my number three. <laughs> needed assistance. I don't know. Um, okay, so I my number two, I've got a tie and it seems appropriate this week because it's Gina and Giselle. Oh, Giselle's my number two as well. Oh, okay, so Gina, oh love Gina, her. Gina, person, shagging Yeah, she's a hush, hush, pretzel. Pretzel and beer. She's I was thinking about her because her extensions are disgusting. Disgusting. And she always just wears, like, I like her and I like that. The thing I like about her is that she doesn't really care too much about, like, wearing blah, blah, but. I just, yeah, she's not doing anything for herself sometimes. Yeah, and her hair color is a bit out of control. Hair is bad. It's Outfits like, are bad. It's just odd. Like, come on. I agree. And You've then got Giselle, a lot of good stuff to work with. Giselle, like, again, the same thing. Like, very train wreck of hit life. and miss, but mostly miss and a lot of misses. Like, and that, yeah, just a lot of fit, styling, taste. Like, it's all just like, no. She has a lot of, like, weird accessories just for the point of, having an accessory like a headband but it's like you don't need one there's no hair where you're like pulling like where you're like pulling it back like yeah, I agree. it's like it's like you're putting a bobby pin somewhere that's like not hot. random like it's just weird things like that i totally agree and it's like gucci 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 endy 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 <laughs> yes. okay um my number one <gasps> is maloney really Actually, she kind of is. Like, so many instances where, like, she could have worn something super sexy to flatter her super sexy body where she's tall AF. Like, Yeah, gotta, she doesn't really help. She just does yeah. not wear things that are flattering to her body shape. Like, I just don't think she does. Like, I think no. there was one season, which I was recently watching, after she got married, where her body was, like, in cred and she was just dressing really well for it but then like since then she's just gone downhill and she's wearing really weird stuff and really baggy stuff and then like I don't know she just I just don't think that she's like does the best for her body when it's amazing no it's true she's my number one okay my number one quite controversial Stasi. oh my god she was in my top five style-ish I think she's kind of basic mm. I'm like, to disagree I, I just think it's very like Cookie cutter Chanel. I have a Chanel bag. Number one worst styled person. Look, I said controversial. (laughs) I'm feeling crazy. I think that she does her makeup and hair really nicely. That's not fashion. What's what you've been talking about? This whole, I, know, I don't know. Finish. I just she annoys me because I feel like she has no personality in her clothes. She just like looks it up and is like, "I'm gonna wear basic bitch clothes." Okay. 
Look, I can't remember who I put in my top five last week. It could have been her best dress. No, she was in mine. You, I, she, she definitely wasn't in yours. Okay, I thought mine. it wouldn't be because I feel very no. passionately about you're like, this. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I remember. And you're like, like shut I up, clocked it as being a look. I, maybe just I'm like just you. like on an inner vendetta, vendetta, whatever that word is mm. about, like her style. But yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's just what I feel. Oh, Bravo is all about accepting. Of Bibicinas. Okay, so what is our next top five going to be? I reckon it should be best mug shots. Best mug shots. That's super fitting considering I just got a t-shirt from Chantel for Christmas that has <laughs> the ladies of Rony. Real Housewives of New York <laughs> mug shots on it. And it's fucking incredible. You're welcome. Tinsley, Sonia, Luann, and an 1820s version of Leah. And <laughs> I, I was saying to Kendall, like, you know they're fucked when their eyebrows go. I know. They've just got no they eyebrows. They disappear. They're like, hey, here's a lot. <gasps> Not but I feel like like Luann would have at least been wearing like a full face of makeup when she kicked that. I think off. they. You know what? I don't think anyone has met harsher lighting until they get that test, mm. which is the DUI. I wonder what or, my mugshot you know. looked like. I would try and smise a bit. Like, Look, I'd be like, everyone's very angry in this. I'd go for like a knowing look which i think luann has if we're if we're going to be honest <laughs> she's but got like a smirk she's like luann the grinch. feels like she's, she's gonna she's undressing me smile right now like she's like mm-hmm, it is. i don't know i just don't think i've ever seen a good mug shot nah i remember that guy that became a model from his oh yes yeah, yeah. any yeah from like fashion nova now he's like that yes. with the teardrop tattoo and yes stuff. and he dated like the um he's sexy yeah he's so sexy shame about the it's a good you know model shot criminal <laughs> that's what a teardrop tattoo means i know but it doesn't matter when it's sexy does it <laughs> can yeah. we get an amen ladies everyone's like no, no uh, we don't do murder no, here on this no. podcast um okay before we wrap tonight podcast. can i bring up some bravo issues do that it. we usually do this at the top but we're going to do it at the bottom because we're here now um be a top be a bottom be a bottom of the news be a middle and that is the erica chain scandal Tom Girardi, we went from loving him. Erica Girardi was very boring this season, totally reclaimed herself in the hiatus because drama, drama. Divorce. Divorce. Infidelity. So all this stuff has come up. There was There was a lot of like, so it started out with Tom being sued for like embezzlement, right? Fraud. Yeah, so. and, um, and then it kind of came out like Erica Girardi's breaking up with him, divorcing, files for divorce. Which everyone was kind of. Like, yeah, true, I guess. Speculating that maybe he was trying to protect her financially through the divorce. Yeah, turns out. Because he was getting sued or whatever. But then this week, she, like, released all these receipts that pretty much looked like a Nokia fucking screenshot like i don't even yeah, know Erica it was like released from 2001 an instagram of what looks like yeah like so old these tech it wasn't like an iphone it's not giselle no and go check out our instagram because chantelle i think screenshot yeah because erica erica put it up and down in 20 minutes I'm, and she okay. literally was like oh Kendall, this girl imagine that power of like putting up a screen like something a post in 20 minutes and getting picked up by the world and then you're like see ya i know and it was crazy. Like, she basically was like, this woman, this justice, it's like a bit like the pastor, but like, it's about the law. So yeah. like this justice. She's like, um, pays for my plastic surgery. Chum Chirati pays for my plastic surgery. And she's been sleeping with her husband and stuff. And I'm like, how could Tom Girardi get any better than Erica Jane? I don't know what's happening. And he's like, always busy. Like, how does he have time? And how does he get it up? They always do, though, don't they, Kendall? Oh, fucking men. <laughs> no, it's it just to me like I'm just like I'm confused about it. And then she was selling her clothes on this app that Chantel made me get to try and find clothes. Did I? Yeah, I have oh, got it. Terrible. You. It's amazing, <laughs> but I didn't know it. Vestiaire. Vestiaire. So it's like secondhand luxury goods, but like. And she was selling a bunch of her stuff on it, and now apparently there's a lawsuit. Which you know who posted the details of the lawsuit? Dana Pam. Oh my god! I saw that Dana, yeah, and I'm she, like, okay, every she time she like posted the intricate, de- so, intricate details of this lawsuit, she's like, "This is by Erica." Like, let's all stay up tonight and read it. And I was like, "Dana, I'm scared." Twenty five thousand dollars, Dana. Why aren't you doing something I'm else sorry. now? Every time like Dana pops up in my feed, which is a lot, she's just like a regular person. I think she's like a weird, like Bravo stalker like us. And then I'm like, "Oh no, no, that's the Dana." She was in the show. She's just not much has happened before, before. I know she just still her whole life. She's like when she said to Kyle, like this is forever. Like we are ride or die. Like she meant it. 
<laughs> like she was like this she is meant what we it do. This kyle's like are. oh my we are God. best friends this is forever and she's like who <laughs> remember when dana had a spot in a reunion mm, i do she came like it wasn't like a proper spot but she came out for like like well, five minutes yeah i think she, they were trying to make dana happen and dana did not happen yeah so dana posted these screenshots about the vestiaire um like issue about Potentially, they're saying that she they can't don't know if it well, means that, yeah, like she um, can't sell it because it's not her money technically, I and think. it might mean that she's like it's like um selling off her assets or something to like a French because yeah. I guess like if you're talking about like actual designer goods, like you're talking about real real assets that could be and it's funny because as much as she could hide like you can hide your identity online like oh i said that weird identity identity <laughs> you would hide your identity identity by doing an irish accent but i guess she wants to be selling as erica jane to yeah, get more money get, yeah exactly but it's like awkward.com.au because it's just so pov it is and she like it's all she talks about is how great being rich is and how being poor socks. It's expensive to be married. But also... There's nothing worse than, like, getting a divorce and being broke when you have Do they have a prenup, though? But I guess song. he doesn't have any money. No. Yeah, I think it kind of gets redundant, right? Because it's like... It's like, I'll get 50% of nothing. Exactly. I think that's what it is. Because it's like, cool, she'll get 50% of the state, but he has to give all his estate to the people well, that he Well, then I definitely think, like... Contrary to popular belief, she will talk about the divorce on Housewives because that's might be her only source of income. So yeah, she's better her meal ticket. Yeah, she better fucking secure. Okay, but like, what is she gonna do without glam? Like, what, are we gonna see the real IRL Eric Jane? Know, is she gonna get I a think very I saw like a confession of her, and she looked like the same glam? But I mean, that was only recently. All this only came out this week. But she you might think that the divorce and stuff would have happened like earlier, and it just no, came out no, no, later. No, no. I think it's all now. Oh, yeah, real time. Because it's all in the court system, so they release it as it comes in. Oh. And the American courts are, like, very open, aren't they? Freedom of speech. Freedom. Okay. Freedom and then we had something else to talk about, which was the Summer House. Oh, my God. I just trailer watched Trailer And, oh, my God, drama. I have a friend, Gnomes, is, um, she listens to our podcast. Great Yay. friend. Never watches Bravo. Oh, Interesting that she still listens, but <laughs> she like, is like, this, I'm going to watch this show. And this weekend, watch th- seasons three and four with her boyfriend. And I appreciate that. I'm so proud of her. I know. And Summer House is one of those shows that you can kind of just jump in randomly. Like, I did start from the beginning. Weirdly, but I think there's like seasons like one and two feel very different to three, four, five. Yeah, they're totally different. And like, when, when there's no Paige and Hannah, like, it's different. It's funny getting her talks because she was like, I kind of hate this Jordan guy. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. She's like, and then she's like, I don't really like Kyle and Amanda. I was like, no, they're no one's favorites. No, and they're definitely very troublesome. So this season we do get, like, some Kyle and Amanda, like, drama, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But then also, like, Paige, because we know Paige and Perry broke up. So, like, Yes, and now she's hitting on Paige and Kyle are having a thing. It's really awkward because I always hit on Kyle when I'm drunk in our DMs. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Have you noticed? I keep looking at it and I'm like, ooh, message from Carl. And it's like, she's telling me like, I love that you're so supportive of your community. And it's community. like, the, the reply is like, same. It's and like, I'm like, yeah, I'll catch up with you next week. Yeah, okay, thank you, bye. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so Paige and Carl, a bit of that. And then Luke is back. I hope they back. get together. That'll be kind of cute, I think. Luke is I mean, back as like yeah. a frat boy with he long looks hair. so different. Like last time he went for like, the lumberjack look, now he's like, but he's been, like, dating this girl who's, like, now in the house. And that's obviously, like, in front of Hannah's face. Then she gets upset about it. So, and it just seems like they yell at each other. And the new girl there's seems a, really cool. There's and a bit of Lindsay a fight. And her boyfriend have a fight. And they've been really good. Yeah. She potentially sleeps with Luke as well. Like, what? Okay, is that true? So we have the <clears throat> trailer alludes to Lindsay and Luke sleeping together. Which seems like a bit of a big giveaway. Because, like, just surely they wouldn't give that away. They're... They're still together. Who? Lindsay and her boyfriend. Oh, yeah. No, I think it's like they're still together, but it's like, are they together after her? Like, did they have like a break? And she's Actually, like, are they still together? Sorry, I'm just getting up her Instagram. Girl. Very true, actually. I've seen a lot of like gal posts lately. I never okay, really. So the last time she posted a picture with Justin was in September. Okay, they're done. You reckon? That's my, like, you heard here, you know? Prediction. Because she's posted a lot of pictures with, like, the Summer House friends and stuff. I just, I never bought them as a couple. I think she wanted to be in a couple. 
Like, I think they were... She wanted to be in a couple and he just was, like, mm, there. No, and I think... I actually think he's really lovely. I just think he's not the right person for her. Like, she needs someone more... He's too nice. And... Yeah, she definitely hasn't posted about him in a really long time. Although, yeah. what was his name again? Exactly. You know what I mean? <sighs> I don't know. Isn't he tag? Oh, hold on. You guys keep going. Okay, so we're going to keep going, guys. Oh, he is tagged. Strabby. Oh. Yes. Okay, I'll tell you the last time. Strapzilla. Posted. Posted. Because she hasn't liked his most recent Instagrams. I think Lindsay just, like, got really hurt with the Carl thing. She really wants someone. I get it. You're, like, in your 30s. Everyone's, like, settling down. You're, like, hey, I'm super single. So he posted a picture of them mid, like, slash end October. So but they're could, still, like, two months. I mean, maybe they're told not to post to keep us all in suspense. I don't know. You never know, Bravo. But, yeah. I hope they're together because I like Lindsay and he seems nice. But, like, it also – I can definitely say it not working, though. I never thought it would work, to be honest. And I just think she would be the kind of girlfriend that would like every single Instagram picture he does. Yeah. Except if she was on a reality TV show getting paid not to, you know? No, but everyone else liked it. Yeah, but maybe they're like, we love you. You got, like, chucked out by our best friend, you know? I don't know. So we're really excited, and I'm thinking that we will definitely um, recap it. Hell yeah. yeah. There seemed like a lot of buzz. Everyone was excited about it. But let us know. If, are you guys excited about it? Are you not? Thank There's you. There's only two options. <laughs> You've really got to just let us know. It's not that hard. Come on, guys. We you either 50. go yay or you go nay. But we are going to see you guys next week for Potomac Reunion. Which 90 is minutes. 90 minutes special. We might just do a short one because it's a Christmas spirit festival. But we're just, you we know. We know what date it's going to be I, we on don't, Tuesday. It's, it's that time where you're like, where are we? Like, year is that? Work is shut down for a few days. So we're just going to, like, bang you up. That sounded weird. Fuck you up. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> I just meant inform you of what our opinions are on the third reunion episode of Rop. That's funny. I'm talking rop, rop, rop. rop. Got some rop ass ropping. Okay, bye. <laughs>